Pages of Pim Better Podcast. This is the Voyages of Tim Vetter podcast, episode number 57, These Travels Could Be Your Life. That is partly a play on the book, Our Band Could Be Your Life. It's partly tongue-in-cheek. There are a lot of people nowadays that are giving advice on podcasts, on YouTube channels, and things like that. Some of it's good, some of it's bad. But uh, yeah, poking at that a little bit. And then there's also just some truth to it. These Travels Could Be Your Life. All right. I've been putting off talking about this for a while, uh, partly because I'm dragging my feet. Uh, The other part of it was that I wanted to make sure everybody that would be affected by my decision knew about my decision before I decided to throw it out into the world. Recently, I read an article on NPR, and it was something to the effect of podcasters are putting too much personal information out into the world, and that could come back to bite you in the butt. Yeah, I kind of get that, but at the same time, I think that there are a lot of people listening. There's a lot of people watching content nowadays, and you might have a story or a piece of advice or an experience that could greatly benefit someone. Uh, and so I think that potentially what I'm going to talk about today could benefit a lot of people, um, but I also understand the need to keep certain things private, and um, I'll kind of explain when I get to those parts. Okay, I am 31. I will be 32 in just a few weeks. I've been working in education for the past nine years. It's what I went to school for. It's been my career. It is what I do like to do for work. Uh, I spent four of those years, the last four years, as an assistant principal. Some of that was kind of public. I talked briefly about the fact that there were a couple of of things that I won, a couple of cool awards and... uh, you know, one of them was at the Barclays Center, and so, you know, people saw that and saw my name. Uh, I also spoke really briefly about the fact that I was on Ellen. Um, I've had a lot of really great experiences doing my job. It's really helped me to grow. It's given me confidence. Um, it's helped me to mature in a lot of ways. I can recall a time when I was in college and in grad school, and I was really kind of shy in the public speaking settings. Grad school, for me, a lot of the classes where you would read a book a week and then in a circle you would be expected to to speak about your opinion or, you know, bring up something historical related to what you read. And I, when I was that age, I always felt like, ah, all eyes are on me in that moment. And it was kind of tough. Now, obviously, um, I've been able to combat that, and a large part of that is because of the very public nature of my job, speaking in front of a lot of people, um, being required to remain calm during hectic situations, to be a mediator for both children and adults, or mediate a situation between a child and an adult. Uh, A lot of the responsibility is on your shoulders on a daily basis. People are constantly coming to you for help. Some of those folks are much older than you and more experienced, and you're still kind of required to be that rock. Um, It's also been a position in which uh, I've learned leadership. I've learned when it's okay to say, hey, I don't know, but I do need to call on someone else to to help me out and to to be vulnerable in that respect. So uh, it's been really good for me. And there's been a lot of beautiful moments there's been some heartbreaking moments. There have been unhappy moments. Kind of run that, you know, whole gamut of experiences. Uh, 
Uh, I've met some amazing people through that. Uh, some of those people have been talked about on this podcast. Young Willie B, the big dog, Kevin, who's been on the podcast, Caroline, who, if you recall, helped me when I stepped on the sea urchin. Uh, she was also in Bali this past summer when I was there. So I've met some lifelong friends who are really important and special to me and are also involved in my travels. Um, despite all that, uh, there are some things that I just wanted to change for me. Um, I put in really long hours every day. I know people might think, oh, you work in a school, you have all this time off. Well, no, not really. And it's charter school, so the, the year is a bit different. Um, but my days are, without commuting, always over 10 hours. With commuting, you know, we're talking, that's 13 hours door to door. Um, and then there's things that I like to do, like stay physical and be active and, and, and work out. Um, sometimes it's, it's hard to get movement, you know, with your body throughout the day or fresh air or, or natural, natural light. Uh, there's also things that I started feeling like just getting caught up in the momentum of life. I think we've, we've, I think I've talked about this a little bit in the past, but I don't know, some days you just, you wake up, you are, you, you automatically walk to the coffee pot, you turn that on, you, whatever it is you do, turn on the news and you kind of follow this routine, almost like you're a train along a track every day. And I can kind of see how some of the things that I want to accomplish might not get accomplished if I continue on the current path that I'm on. This does not mean that I am never going to work in education again. I, I most certainly will. And it might be a lot sooner than later. Really, like the, the, the purpose behind this is that it's always been a dream of mine and, and a goal of mine to see the world. You know, that's obviously been the, you know, overarching theme of this entire podcast. And I've been able to, I've been quite fortunate to be able to do that in the last few years. But it's been in short spurts. Uh, you know, it's, it's not quite long enough to sink your teeth into a place before you're, you're, you're leaving that place. And like, what are some of the things that I like best? experiencing new things, meeting new people, learning, being outdoors, using my body, hiking, swimming. I love the sun. I love trying food from around the world. I like to talk to people from, from other cultures and, and to learn from them and, and to hopefully be influenced by them and to grow from them. And so I get to do those things, but for a very short amount of time. And, and my list of places that I want to go and things that I want to experience is quite extensive. And when you weigh that against the hours that will be spent working in the way that I have, like if you were to take a, the next five years, say, and add up the things you want to do versus the amount of time that you're working, I'm only going to be able to, to accomplish or achieve a small fraction of those things. And so what I'm doing is I, I'm stepping away for now, and I'm going out into the world, and I'm going to to be traveling for an extended period of time. Uh, so there's a lot that I want to get into. Uh, first off, the the plan itself is quite minimal. 
I don't have an end date. I do have a, a set amount of money that I'm comfortable spending before I think, uh-oh, you're going to have to start to figure something out. Whether that happens in 12 months or in two months, I don't know. I haven't traveled, again, for an extended amount of, of time, and I'm also kind of leaving this open. I know things that I want to do, friends I want to go back and see around the world, new places to see, and I'm not quite setting like a, hey, I'm going to be in Sri Lanka from you know July 1st to July 27th. I'm, I'm leaving it open so that I'm not stuck to any type of a schedule. Um, so yeah, let's get into some of the things that, some of the initial thoughts that come to my mind, um, because there's, there's been a lot, you know, it's partly exciting, it's partly scary, there's a lot of unknown. I want to make it like just really clear that I, I in no way see myself as like a victim of circumstance or a victim of life. Uh, I do think the way that we as a culture and many cultures around the world live, I, I think there's a lot of things that we don't get right. And I think that in, in, in doing this travel, I can kind of live the way I, I want to for a while. Um, it's not, this is not like an America thing. I'm not saying, ah, I got to get out of my country. Um, I do think there are a lot of things that are wrong in our country, but come on. I've also been places where, you know, you disappear if you're too vocal about the government and uh, most places I go, it's bottled water every day because, you know, access to clean drinking water isn't available or certain, you know, municipalities aren't, um, as successful as they are, you know, here in the in the states or in the West. But there's also a lot of things about the the countries that I want to go to that I do think they do better. Um, but all that to say is like I don't feel don't feel bad for me. I don't feel bad for me. I I I'm, don't think I'm a victim again at all. In in many ways, this this is it feels like an empowering move. It's a decision that comes from a place of confidence and strength. I'm not running from anything. I haven't had a certain experience or, or a certain person that I'm trying to get away from. I'm not unloved at all. I'm not unhappy with my life overall. In fact, it's, it's going to be quite difficult being away from my family, from my friends, my nieces, my godson. Um, but I feel pretty deeply within me that this is something that I have to do. Uh, maybe a... a pretty cheesy analogy, but I remember reading the book, The Perks of Being a Wallflower when I was in high school. Um, I re I'm recalling a scene. It, it's been since high school since I read it. So if you are, if you've seen the movie or you read the book and you're like, ah, you're wrong, sorry, but I kind of like remembering it this way. There was a moment when the main character is standing up in the back of a pickup truck. And I believe that they are driving through a tunnel and he's got his arms outstretched and, he's, and he's, he's feeling the wind. And he says something in that moment, like this, this is a perfect moment. This is a moment I feel alive. Um, this is a moment I feel God. I don't remember exactly what the character says, but I, I think that's kind of a, a beautiful moment in that book because it's, it's something that I recognize. I think most people probably do like, 
those moments where you do feel like, wow, I'm just so happy in this setting doing this thing. Uh, maybe it is a feeling of this is this is God, right? This is love. This is whatever it is to you. Um, and I feel like mm, the majority of those moments that I felt, I have felt when I'm traveling. Not all, but I feel it more often when I'm traveling. Um, obviously, if you've been listening to this podcast and you know the stories, you know that I have been able to experience a lot of cool things while I'm traveling, and I, I hope to to do a lot more of that. Uh, another thought that comes to mind is, oh boy, like uh, people are going to think I'm lazy and I'm averse to doing hard work. Um, it, that's not true. I've always had to work hard to to get the things that I want. Uh, I'm not trying to like to justify the you know, my position or justify privilege or something like that. But I've told the story where when I started my job, I didn't have enough money to pay the next month's rent until I got my first paycheck. And it was like, that was like a huge thing. Like, whoa, I can pay my rent and I've got some money left over to go get food and things like that here in the city. Um, Listen, you might be thinking, hey man, I work a nine to five job. I put in honest work. I provide for myself and my family. Yeah, I'm not demonizing that, trust me. Um, what you do really is admirable and it's important you, for you to, you know, to seek out and to do the things that, that work for you and your family. I value hard work. It's, honestly, it's a tool that's gotten me the things that I want in life. I, I've been waking up at 4.45 for years now to always be the first one to work, to, to set that good example for the, the people that, uh, that I'm leading. Um, you know, I've, it's been a, an example I've received from my parents. My sister is a mom of three with a doctorate, and she's a fiction writer. And she pumps out three books a year, so I, I respect it. And um, in, in many ways, this is going to be hard work. Um, and if I do decide to go the way of trying to be a digital nomad or something like that, that, that is going to be work. Uh, especially if, you know, I want to be successful at it. Um, another thought that, that I think is important to hammer home is that you, I don't, and I would give you the advice of don't become a burden for someone else. If you're going to make a major life change or, or to seek your goal or live your dream or try to do the thing you've always wanted to do, Make sure it's not really going to have a negative impact on other people or become a burden for them. I've set a certain amount of money that I, I'm comfortable spending before I have to come back. And that largely is because I wouldn't ever want to have to come crawl into someone's doorstep and say, you know, please help me out. I made a selfish decision for me and now I'm feeling the consequences of it and I need your help. I've had people who have told me, hey, man, if this doesn't work and something happens, like, well, I've got your back. I, you know, I could always give you a couch to sleep on. And I love that and I appreciate that. But I'm making sure that that is not going to be the case. Um, another silly analogy, but, you know, it's, it's like jumping into the deep end of a pool without a flotation device if you don't know how to swim. You know, I, I'm researching the places that I want to go. I'm learning about them. We're going to try to minimize um, frivolously spending money. There are 
ways to do that, and I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit. Um, it's a little bit funny doing this because, you know, bloggers and, and podcasters, content makers, there's a lot of people, like I mentioned, giving the advice out to the world, but it's always from the perspective of, of somebody who's already done the thing and been successful and, and kind of made it, you know, um, digital nomads and, and such. Uh, so I'm sort of doing the opposite at this point. I'm kind of giving you the story before I do those things. But again, I don't really know what success looks like in terms of this trip. I know that there are places I want to go. And I think if, if, I touch down in all those places and experience it and talk to people and learn and enjoy my time, then it's been successful. But I might, again, make, make a run at, you know, making money while I'm on the road, but that'll maybe be a different, uh, different podcast episode. People's reactions have been both positive and negative. Um, you know, we often forget nowadays that, that there's nuance to a lot of things. And so there's a broad spectrum of reactions that I've received. And even within some that appear negative, you know, it's important to understand sort of the context of the person's life. Um, some people are projecting. That is true. Some people maybe are going to tell you, oh, you won't be safe, or oh, I could never do a 15-hour flight, or oh, I couldn't deal with getting sick overseas. And really, they're projecting because they want to be doing either what you're doing or they want to be living out the dream that they've always had that they're not living. And you're sort of the example of them not doing that thing. So that exists. Some people just love you and, and they want to make sure that everything's going to be okay and, and they're worried. Some people are upset, again, with how your decision affects them. Even if it's in a way that's an unfair burden on them. Maybe people at your job are like, oh, stay another year because they're afraid of, of what could happen to their job if you leave because they value your work and leadership. Maybe some people think, oh, I've got this major life event coming up and my wedding's coming up or a holiday and they want you there. Now they're like, well, you know, maybe he doesn't like me as much because he's doing that. You know, it's, there's a lot of different ways that people could feel about this. Uh, my advice would just don't be upset by it to understand. I've talked about this, I think a couple times, but I just, well, at this point, not just, but I read a book called Freshwater. And in it, the author says a few times when somebody has made a decision that she disagrees with or has done something badly to her, you know, they're, they're just, they're humans doing human things, right? We're humans, we're nuanced and we have a broad range of opinions. So don't, don't let any one person, what they're telling you about you achieving your goal or, or living your dream, don't let it affect you too much. Something some people say is, how will you have money? That's important. I, I think that's really important. I'm going to link to an article about, um, it's, it's by a travel blogger who, who says, years ago I told you to give up your career and travel the world. And now I'm telling you differently. And one of the, the lessons she writes in there is that she learned that you have to have money to do this. So I, I've, I have planned for a very long time in a way. I've saved enough. I, I, I've looked at what some bloggers and, and people who do this, what they say their starting 
savings was, and I'm okay. Like, you know, I, I compare quite well to that. And I've made decisions for a long time now that have made that possible. I commute in the city. I, I don't have a car. I don't, I don't go out drinking all the time. You know, that's quite expensive. I don't really care about cool clothes. Um, so I don't really, I mean, obviously I have a personal style like everyone does, but I don't care about buying name brands and things like that. So I save a lot of money with that. I don't have kids or a mortgage or any of those things, which are obviously quite expensive. So I've been able to live in a way in which I've been able to save a lot of money. Uh, there's also many things you can do when you're traveling to minimize some of the main costs of flights and um, hotels, lodging, whatever. Uh, you can do WorkAway. WorkAway is a program where you pay one fee. It's not a lot uh, for a year's membership. And you can work at hostels or on farms and you get room and board in exchange for the work instead of a salary. So you can do that and then spend your off time traveling around. There's Airbnb, which often is cheaper than hotels. There's couch surfing, there's hostels. You know, I, I like to think of it like the nicer, your, the nicer your hotel room is, the more likely you are to stay in the hotel room. And so if it's kind of the bare essentials, the things you need, the air conditioning in parts of the world, uh, possibly mosquito net in parts of the world, clean bathroom, like my other criteria is, is away from a lot of noise, you know, certain like touristy streets with like thumping bass through the night. I, I don't want that. But otherwise, bed, bathroom, that's really it. And, you know, the, the cheaper you're, you're willing to, to live like that, the more money you'll have to actually go out and experience things. Credit card points help sometimes with flights and things like that. Um, some people like to use hotels.com because you get like an 11th day free. But sometimes like when they tack on their extra fees, it's, it's more. Uh, so be thrifty, be smart, uh, use Google flights to, to plan far in advance to see which flights are cheapest when you can fly. And then when you're, when you're in a place like Southeast Asia, you know, sort of the, the inter-Asian flights are, are pretty cheap. Uh, so yeah, and in many places throughout the world, food is cheaper than it is here in the States. So yep, I'll have money. I'll be okay. Will you be safe? Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this many times. A lot of what you read about some places is not accurate. Uh, a lot of it is. There are dangerous places throughout the world. There are dangerous places here in the United States. Understand a place before you go. Read about it. It's impossible, come on, nowadays not to find information about a place. So I've been doing a lot of that, uh, talking to people that are there. And um, you're, you'd be smart about things. Scams are scams throughout the world, you know, it, it would be great to think that every person that comes up to you is doing it from a genuine place of friendliness. I mean, most people I would say are, but yeah, in any country, if someone comes up to you, hey, where are you staying? Where are you from? How long are you gonna be here? Those types of questions are just like, okay, why? You know, um, so I'll be smart. Uh, I'm quite experienced at this now. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I mentioned that some people just want you to stay around for them. I understand that. Like, that, that just shows you that uh, you're loved and that 
there are people that care about you. So don't, don't take that negatively either. Um, yeah. So those are, those are some of the things that I kind of jotted down over the last couple of weeks as, as I've been planning this. Um, but I guess I want to say to everybody that that's listening, uh, Hey, please follow along. I'm going to be documenting a lot of this through podcasts. There are going to be probably before I leave more frequent podcasts. Uh, you've noticed most likely that I've only been able to do like, eh, like four a month at this point. Uh, the goal is to have a few a week coming out after this. Um, and people around the world, Hey, talk to me. Tell me what you love about where you live. Tell me where I should go, what I should do, what I should see. I do have a Patreon account if you are able to support in any way, if you like the content that you're hearing. It, you know, subscription service, so it could be like a dollar a month. And, you know, those those things do add up and will help me to continue to, you know, pay for production costs and, and to go places and to see people and to bring you interesting interviews. So yeah, there it is. Um, really excited about this, and I'm really excited to have everybody follow along. And uh, you can always email me at the Voyages of Tim Vetter at Gmail. Check out my Instagram where you'll see all the the pictures from this trip. That is the Voyages of Tim V. I'm gonna try to do some video and some writing and things like that. So yeah, got all that to look forward to. Okay, nice quick one, folks. I just wanted to get this announcement out into the world. As always, take care of each other, and I appreciate you.